Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us once again for another episode of the I'll Try That Beer News and Reviews podcast. My name's Matthew Barber. Joining me this week um, are Richard Drabwell. Oh, hello. Sorry, I completely blanked then. I was, I was just, just swigging a beer when you, when you introduced me. <laughs> to be honest, if there was a thing to be doing at the time, that, that's, that's probably the one. Um, yeah. <laughs> thanks. thanks, Rich. And, um, and Joe Druitt. Hello. Hello. Uh, excellent. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, you know the format by now. Uh, we will do a little hot topic before getting on to our pursuit of hoppiness. This week, we are travelling back. We've got a return ticket to Bury St. Edmunds um, to visit an old friend, Green King Brewery, um, who have got a fresh new look. They've had a little bit of a, a face, facelift. No, they've um, <laughs> fake lips, something like that. Um, who oh, have, they've got so much Botox. Uh, I just, <laughs> yeah, it's obvious. Um, no, they've got, so they have brought out a couple of uh, new and um, ex- exciting looking at the very least. We'll talk about the liquid a bit later on, but some trendy new. Um, craft beers that we're trying, and we're going to run you through both of them. They are called Flint Eye, uh, and the other one is Level Head. More on that later on, but I'm going to pass you over to Rich first, and we'll talk about the hot topic. So, uh, Rich, over to you, mate. Alright, so this week, some of you guys may have seen on our socials um, that we have, uh, that we, we, we're bringing up, we, we have a new product or something, we've had something designed for us would be the better way to say it. something very more merch, more merch, because yeah, currently we've only, the, the, the only merch we had put out is three t-shirts that we made for ourselves, um, so... <laughs> Great and we, we gifted Simo one as well, though. You know, he got oh, we did gift- presents. Oh, did he? Lucky, <laughs> lucky guy. Oh, no. he, he hasn't posted about it. He no. let anyone else know. But no, it's, 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 I suppose everyone knows he's got one. Yeah, <laughs> and precious, um, sacred. Um, and every and every year for your birthday, Joe, I make you a prototype of some some of some beer paraphernalia. Yeah, I've got a pretty fantastic uh, bar crawler. You know, on those like long mats that you go on top of a bar with our our logo on, pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Um, I've got I've had a a photo frame made as well yeah. with our, our lovely faces on, which is great. On yeah, one side. I've still I've still I've still got to give you the baby grow. Um, that's the you yeah. have to get that to me sooner rather than later, mate. Yeah. The baby is imminent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, well, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Size three to six months, so it gives me a bit of a window <sighs> before. Yeah. Bit of I, I think for it I mean, we're already buying three to six months stuff. You know? <laughs> She's going to be out and in that in no time. <laughs> but back, but back to where we were. We we you, we have an episode coming out, um, which was done with Mosaic Prints. Which um, we, I won't go into too much detail about because we go into a lot of detail with Nathan, um, who is the the chap which, we spoke to. This ep- that episode will have already been out. Oh, that episode will have already so been out. There we go. It. Listen, go back and listen to listen that episode to, with Nathan. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, which we learned me and me, me and Joe were chatting and generally learned more about beer mats than I think. I don't. I, I didn't didn't even know that was that much to know about beer mats, which was the which was the great conversation we had. Um, but yeah, but Nathan very kindly printed us out and made us some of our own beer mats, um, which are quite cool. And we we held a bit of a competition, which I believe we've already had all the winners for, haven't we? At this point, uh, we're, we're, there's been a lot of popular demand, so we might open up a second round of, uh, for new winners to come in. So keep your eyes on the socials and uh, make sure to lom- like and comment on posts uh, to do with our beer mats, and you might find yourself having some beer mats coming your way. Hot merch, hot merch. But no, we're a big, big fan of them. Um, but we're gonna. The, I think the, one of the biggest points of the topic we we're talking about was how many beer mats you could flip and catch. Yes, yeah, it's very important to know. 
how many we can flip and catch. I mean, personally, my record's about 12, I want to say, which isn't very impressive, but, you know, I, I stand by it. It's where I feel comfortable to flip a 12, a 12 stack. A 12, 12 stack of mats. Any day now, I'm going to get one. <laughs> one. One. It's agonizing. Hey, I'm sure we used to play this a little bit at uni. I'm sure you've got more than one before. I don't seem, I've lost my knack, clearly. <laughs> well, now you get your own stack to deal with. You can practice, and we can try, we can go into the the international beer flip matting <clears throat> catching competitions. It's in, it's in Stockholm this year, I think, isn't it? <laughs> I think yeah. so too. It's international, yeah. It's like where it all began, doesn't if not, if not, I think that maybe that could be the first event we guys host as a as a um, as a podcast. I like that. Yeah, we can have like yeah, the, yeah. we can be like the official like judges or the people who lay down, you know, what the actual rules are, yeah. what constitutes a catch. I like yeah. that. Will's yeah. like we need to go into collaborate, run this event in collaboration with Mosaic Ball Printing, so they can supply the beer. Mass. Oh, I yes. think that has to be the case. One hundred percent. It'd be, I suppose, I suppose, it'd be more to the point. Which celebrity? Do you think we could get along to endorse the beer mat flipping? Yes. Well, I can. I, it, and because it doesn't involve food, I don't think we can get that LBC. James O'Brien. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be busy. Um, I'm just. I'm. I'm just wondering what level because I, I doubt we. I doubt the A list are going to be turning up to our beer well, mat flipping. Well, you say that. Not too far from where I live is. Ah, uh, um, oh, who she was used to be the countdown lady. What's Carol Vorderman. Carol, Carol, Carol Vorderman. Carol Vorderman lives not too far from where I am. Apparently, we use the same dry cleaner. So uh, oh, okay. I was told very, very excitedly by said dry cleaner when I first went there. <laughs> well, that, that, that is... So, 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 <laughs> that's that's so a huge selling point. Maybe I can leave some, some beer mats out at the dry cleaner and then she can you know, hit, us up, hit us up on Instagram. We you have can, more you, than you for can ask... Oh, on, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, you can ask the dry cleaner to slip it into whatever clothing she has. She's had done, so she'll be patting it down when she puts it on, and they'll just be she'll pull out some beer mats with our with our logo on. That sounds very uh, yeah. I'll have to get on on that. <laughs> I hear she's a Gloucester rugby supporter as well, so I already like Carol Vorderman. There you oh. go, there you go. So yeah, watch this space, listeners. You might have Carol Vorderman judging the beer mat competition. <laughs> <laughs> All we need to do is somehow strike up a relationship with her and ask her to do it <laughs> and hope that she's interested. So get those bits nailed and we're sorted. <laughs> we should yes. probably get the event going first, right? Get some That's get some idea. people wanting to do it as well. She, yeah. she, might be, she might be reluctant if it doesn't actually exist. Well, as soon, well, as soon as we get Carol Vorderman on board, I feel that's when we can really start planning it. That's right. That's so you want to go with your heavy hitter first, yeah. don't you? And you... then panic, and then yeah. try and get everything else to work. Look, I've, I, feel, <laughs> I, I feel we could get some beer mats in a pub that would let us in there. I think it's easy enough. This is <laughs> As long as we can get Carol locked in. Yeah, as long as Carol's locked in with the beer mat competition, just, you can go ahead. We just have to hope she asks no specific detailed questions like when is it going to be, yeah. where is it, you know, yeah. who, who how are many you? people are you expecting. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you in my garage? Yeah, and, and, finger, and fingers crossed she'll do it for the love of beer mats and doesn't want to fee. So... <laughs> nice. The love of beer mats. Yeah. Or, or we could pay her in beer mats would be the... Yes. Yeah. Basically, our only currency is beer mats. Yeah. <laughs> Carol, don't worry. We can give you your weight in beer mats. That's yeah. how much we'll pay you. Yeah. She's not. Yeah, it'd be easy. How, how tall is she? She can't be that heavy. And I'm not sure how many beer mats that would constitute, but. <laughs> I think they're quite. 
the amount typically relatively light, unless I'm very much mistaken. But I think it yes, a few. but I, when more... you get a stack of them, there's yeah. compounded weights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to, to, to give you the answer in a sort of drabber style I think it's going to be more than nine. <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect... We need to call Nate back up and ask him this question. How much if, does Cal Borderman weigh in beer, Matt? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> we'd, like to, we'd like to place an order, please. How, how yeah. much? About Carol Vorderman's wife. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone off metric. Certainly, that'll be with you next week. Um, <laughs> good. I'm glad we've managed well, we to stay also... on topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, beer, beer mats. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, the beer mats. There's a lot of beer mats. We were very yeah. excited by the beer mats. Can't wait to really see them and obviously we'll be dishing them out. So, yeah, if you, if you have missed out on the beer mat stash, um, give us a shout and you might get some coming through your letterbox. So let us know on Instagram. And, well, uh, and obviously, you, if you want to make your own beer mats, you can go to Mosaic Board Print Works. Uh, sorry, Mosaic Board Print. And they'll uh, yeah speak to our friends over there. Yeah. Or nice. just message Nathan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Carol Vorderman. Apparently, she's a oh. big supporter. <laughs> That's her on the phone now. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, Cease and desist. Exactly. Well, well done. Good, good job. Good, good job. Nice, nice, tight, concise hot topic this week, lads. Well, excellent. Shall we move on to talking about uh, Flint Eye and Level Head? Are you ready? Are you... Talk. I think I think Drabbers needs to get his head level right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Right, just I'll just I'll just have a sip of Level Head. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, brings us nicely, smoothly on to Green King. Uh, we have talked about Green King in very St. Edmunds before, I believe. I think we talked about just Green King IPA. Um, yeah. And also, you know, uh, for, for people based in the UK, Green King are one of those breweries who, you know, got to such size that they actually have, you know, there are Green King pubs. They did a bit of that old vertical <laughs> integration. Um, so Green, Green King, bit of a household name, I suppose, in terms of a, uh, in a, in a brewery sense. Um, and they've brought out a couple of new beers uh, that they are stocking in. We've all got these from Waitrose in um Yes, uh, in the UK, and we gents, because uh, I mean they're pretty. Yeah, up, yeah. I think I'd spotted them at, at some point a couple of weeks ago, and I I saw them very eye catching in in their design. It's all very bright and fluorescent and that sort of thing, uh, and it's like an old school brewery having a crack at doing something new and crafty. So we've each got, I think we've each got each of them. Um, Flint Eye is a uh, dry hopped lager, four and a half percent, and level level head. Uh, session IPA, um, as they describe it, balanced and easy drinking, and it's four percent. So, what do we think so far, gents? Um, I really like the design of these. I think the colour that they've gone with these is really cool. I like the Western Zef, the West Coast IPA, this bright yellow one with this quite cool type, like with a man in a barrel uh, in the water. I think that's mm. quite uh, like a compass on his head. Uh, that oh, it's nice. quite fun, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and even like this subterranean one, which is quite is pretty cool. It's uh, yeah. So apparently, the design for for it is all about bringing out Britain's colourful folklore. So I thought that was quite fun. I ah. think they've nailed that. Nice. Sorry, I beg pardon. So there are actually four beers in this range. We're we're particularly focusing on two because we've been able to get get hold of of, of two in yeah. particular. 
Um, so sorry, what, what were the, the names and the actual type of beer of those other two? So you've got um, Subterranean, Subterranea, mm -hmm. which is an oatmeal stout, uh, which is deep, dark, intense. And it's a 12% as well. So that's oh, a pretty wow. handy one for okay. a can. Yeah. Uh, and you've got Western Zep, which is a West Coast IPA. It's an unfiltered West Country hops for 5.4%. Ah, I see. So these are kind oh, of okay. the, yeah, the kind of more more mellow. Yeah, we've got we've got the more yeah chilled out versions. So um, you mentioned that um, uh, sort of British history and and uh, um, sort of older cultures and folklore. Yeah, yeah, folklore. Like that's the, that's myth the myths. Yeah, because yeah. Flint Flint Eye is um, celebrating. I mean, I'm taking this. Green Kings have described it as such themselves. Uh, celebrating the Neolithic flint-tipped arrows uh, found in and around the Ooh. brewery's native uh, Barry St. Edmunds. Um, so, yeah, that's what it's a bit of a nod to. That's cool. Which is... So each one of these has got linked back to a story then yes. of British folklore. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so these are... Um, and, the, the, you know, that's really emphasizing the old meat new thing, isn't it? Because we think mm. of Green King of... Yeah, uh, they did old-school IPA, didn't they? And, and actually, to my mind, I'm thinking of sort of bitters... Maybe even mild, yeah. as, as that's the sort of beers I would associate with with coming out of quite Green old King. established pubs. That's what I think of when I think of Green King. Yeah. It's been around for oh, a long time, haven't they? Exactly. Are we saying? Well, sorry, was the was the not the the bit of history that they've tried to base the flint eye on? Was we were saying the arrowheads that yeah, were they, um, so that were found in, in Bury St Edmunds, and they were from yeah. near the Lithic times. I used to when I when I was younger, we used to hunt for arrowheads, and then my I used to get really excited every time I found a pointy rock because I'd assumed I'd found an arrowhead. I never found one; <laughs> I just found a lot of pointy rocks. You um, probably could have said, told us. Was that it you your your, your parents? Yeah, yeah. Could, was it by any chance your parents who thought who turned you on to go and just like just just get them out of the house, go find some arrowheads for it out in the yeah. garden? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to get really into fossil hunting. I would just find rocks. And they'd be like, oh, that's a really good fossil. <laughs> Just a rock. <laughs> hey, it keeps you busy, right? Yeah, it does, yeah. I still, I still, I still do it now. <laughs> I like that. There's got to be, you're on the Jurassic Coast. There's got to be a lot more, uh, lot more fossils where you are now, though. I've been, I've been relatively much more successful in my fossil hunting. Um, since, I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I, I found three. So that's yeah, pretty cool. Go. Yeah. 300% increase. Yeah, well, it's, it's more annoying because I went with our friend Tris when he came down to visit me and I'd been fossil hunting a few times and found nothing. Went once with Tris and he found seven. Not that I'm bitter, <laughs> but... <laughs> clung on to that. Has your, yeah. like, an eagerness and enthusiasm for finding, you know, fossilised items or, or ancient items ever, like, led you down the road of, you know, maybe mistakenly finding something that wasn't? I've got this idea in my head of you sort of Finding something that someone's dog buried, and you've gone, ah, it's like a Neolithic television remote or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's a real find. They're really rare. I basically just fill my flat flat full of trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can get those those Tonka toys back out again now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I could I could still play with all my Lego. Is that <laughs> um, well? Interestingly, and, and as we're talking about Neolithic arrowheads. Um, that obviously is why this dry hop lager um, tastes of peach and has subtle pine notes, wouldn't you agree? Uh, <laughs> no. Segue of the year. I, yeah. I, uh, sorry, t tasting the um, talking talking liquid of this. 
I had quite a nice little first taste of this. I'm like, oh, that's, that's interesting. That's refreshing and that sort of thing. Uh, and then I was like, oh, this yeah, kind of tastes like raspberries. And I read the can and they were like, nope. <laughs> so, <laughs> barking up the wrong tree. Charlotte really liked this, by the way. I understand. This has not been very widely well received, though, Flint Eye. Well, what are, what are the reviews we're seeing online, Rich? Um, was it? I was it when it, I was on them. I was on the Waitrose page because that's the kind of place that I hang out. Um, <laughs> just hanging out at Waitrose. Just hanging out, and then there was just one from two months ago, one star, um, and it was just no good, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Reviewer of the year, gentlemen. Who, whoever said um, yeah, literacy, literacy is going down the toilet? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can't express ourselves very well. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, just looking on Untapped, it's only a where's the top up here? It's only a three, three star, three point one four. It's not, it's not been that well received. And just looking down, there's not. It's mainly just people tagging themselves, saying they're drinking it and rating it about three stars and two stars. It's just nothing. No one's screaming and shouting about it. That's the that's the um, the arrowhead one, the flint eye. Flint yeah, I, the flint yeah. eye. Yeah, I've, I've had it. I had it in a pub before. It was better in the pub, I must say, um, when I had it last um, than, I, than when I had it in the can. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, well, so what about level head? Where's what's the story behind level head then? Level head. I've got that here. Yeah, it's there. We do like a witticism. Level head is a quite si- quite simply a perfectly executed session uh. IPA. Uh, a nod to the legend. I'm, I'm reading verbatim from uh, Drinking's website. A no, a nod to the legend of our very own Saint Edmund, beheaded by Vikings in 869. Um, his head was miraculously reunited with its body by a ghostly wolf, and his sainthood assured. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, Slightly, you know, less cheerful. <laughs> but that's, that's the reason. But, but now the... you mention it, I, I, I've always seen, obviously, like the the, the body, the, the the kind of the torso of Saint Edmund. This makes a lot more sense now. This is Saint Edmund. So bring it um, home. And the head kind of coming off. But I've always assumed that was like a column behind. Like for some reason, it's some weird, you know, like kind of like statue yeah. where they've elongated his neck for some reason. But that obviously is the depiction of his head yeah, being removed he from his body, like a head above. Everyone else, a cut above everyone else, or something. I don't. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So it's because he got or, his, his head locked off, or or <laughs> he's just had something really spicy and it's blown his head off in like a cartoon. Ah. Yeah. There you go. No, there you go. go. <laughs> um, so I was checking out some of the reviews for this. Uh, yeah, on Pint, please. They're quite happy about it. They think it's quite nice. There's quite a few uh, big, you know, anywhere ranging from like three, three, three stars to five stars for most people. A lot of people sharing photos uh, that they would repeat Thursday drinks with the, with fun new colleagues, but wouldn't repeat this. I'm afraid. <laughs> Talk about the beer. <laughs> well, That's I'm, a three star review. I like, I like that. I'm just I'm just back on Waitrose comment section, which I think is my new favourite comment section in the world. And this one is is five stars. Pleasant. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> I always associate. Like comment sections with just where people go to hurl vile abuse at each other. I feel like Waitrose is going to be that slightly more posh version. So maybe it's like really polite vile abuse <laughs> to each other. Just go, um, yes, I thought this was not very good indeed, actually. <laughs> Instead of rubbish, I hate it sort of thing. Um, but you know I'm what? getting a lot I... of people liking it though. There are people saying, you know, this is a great. This really delivers on the session. 
side of what they're, you know, really sessionable, can drink a few of these, there for the whole session. Um, yeah, there is some love out there. It's just a bit, a bit of a mixed bag. Pretty good for a session IPA. Thank you, Green King. There's a good one there. That person's only given it a 3.5 out of 5 stars, you know? So even when people are liking like it, they're IPAs. still giving it yeah. middle of the road, uh, you know, sessions. So, yeah, mixed yeah. bag. <clears throat> um, for, for, for what it's worth, I'd, I'd say it's probably quite hard for this one to stand out. Um, and I, I think if anyone were to come and say to me, it's uh, like a crafty session IPA, but created by, you know, quite a, a, a big brewery, I'd go, yeah, that's, that's what it seems like. It's weird because I was quite enjoying the uh, Flint Iron. I've moved on to this. I kind of feel like um, there's much more going on here than there is with with the Flint Iron. I mean, I know the Flint Iron is a dry hopped lager, but I don't know. I I was expecting a little little bit more out of it, basically. I think this one does does have the edge, and there seems to be I'm I'm going with the consensus on it. I was going to say, I'm not the biggest fan of either of these. I think they're fine, um, but I don't think I I would order them in a pub myself to, to 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 enjoy and sip depends what the pub's got on offer i think this is a solid choice in some of those pubs that yeah aren't aren't comfortable branching out to some of the more exotic and you know newer brews i think if they're looking for something that might cater to an audience that wants something a little bit different than your average mainstream beers but they want to go with a trusted source then green king's a, a trusted setup isn't it and you know and i think i i'm, I'm more i think i like the fact that Green King's trying to do something different here. You know, they aren't sticking to like what they've always been about and what and their perceptions. I think they've challenged people's perceptions of them with this range of beers. I think that's why I'm more interested. I think you're right. The beers themselves are are a bit, you know, meh. But I think the fact that they've decided to do this and they've done it in such a bold and interesting way, I think is commendable. I think that's they, they, every every brand who's a more established brand should be looking at ways to modernize themselves, basically. That I would say, just just one thing I do of praise is the level head, the color of the can mm. is one of the most aesthetically pleasing colors I think I've ever seen. And I'm generally considering I've got I've got to repaint one of my walls in my flat, and I'm thinking I'm go, I'm just going to go and get this color mixed because it I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? It's like a kind of a, what would you call it? Like a turquoise, like green mint. Mint, Minty? maybe, yeah. It with that like pop of pink is quite interesting as well, isn't it? It's quite an interesting mix of colours. Big fan. It's exactly the colour of something, and I can't tell. I can't think of what it is. <laughs> that's yeah, great detail. But <laughs> shall I? <laughs> shall we go through the other beers and what they um what their stories are? Because we haven't got them to try, and I'd love oh, to yeah, give, give them a go. Idea. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, but the sub Subterranea is inspired by the story of a fiddler who loudly played his tunes to ensure that he didn't get lost in the tunnels underneath Barry St. Edmunds. There you go. What? One minute. If he's playing the fiddle, how's he not Sorry. getting lost? Because surely you would need the fiddle at the entrance because you would then follow it. Him just fiddling in a tunnel, that's not going to help him. Tell me, tell me I'm right. I think you're going to get lost. You're going to get into a bit of trouble if you're fiddling in a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh no. Believe it or not, straight to jail. <laughs> I'm just going downstairs to fiddle in the tunnel on my own. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I think maybe he was 
He was fiddling so hard that it created friction on his fiddle. It caught fire, and then he got a torch out of the fiddle. <laughs> um, and that's what lit his way through the tunnels. Um, lit his beacon, as but, it were. Yeah. Just remember, everyone, don't fiddle too hard. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, what's what's the fiddler doing in the tunnels apart from fiddling? More to the point, why wouldn't a fiddler be in a tunnel? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a great place to fiddle. Get shouted down from above. If you're not fiddling down there, you're going to be in real trouble. <laughs> you better be fiddling when I come down there. <laughs> I think before I turn to, to just give in to more childish giggling, you'd better tell us what the fourth... Let's tell you about is. Western Zeph, shall we? So Western Zeph celebrates the West Country pilgrims who set sail for America, accompanied by the refreshing Zephyr or light wind. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weather thing rather than yeah. Yeah, a condition they were suffering. I, I'm looking at our, our token sailor within the group to let us know what a yeah. Zephyr is it's, to do with winds. Genuinely never heard of a zephyr, but I'm assuming it would be a nice breeze because you'd want a consistent breeze for sailing. So you'd want a consistent strong breeze, a zephyr of wind. Zephyr as in like what the Red Hot Chili Peppers did a song about. It is. A zephyr is a soft, gentle bee breeze. Yeah. It's also a, fly away on. a fine cotton <laughs> gingham. Nice. <laughs> that's, nice. That's what I like to think the... The Red Hot Chili Peppers were singing about a fine You can't yeah. fly away on that unless it's some kind of magic carpet arrangement. <laughs> Aladdin could. Fly away yeah, on a gingham. <laughs> his wasn't gingham. His was Arabian? Soft cotton gingham. Yeah, it doesn't have <laughs> It's Turkey that's normally known for his rugs as well, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Also, also, a gingham night is it would be a very different song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you've lost me. Um, Arabian Arabian that the checkerboard like um, yes. pattern. Yes. Yeah. 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 I that that's that's what I like to think the red hot chili peppers is singing about. Yes. Yeah. The checkered pattern. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you're right. Just one note on this just cuz I want to talk about hold your horses I want to talk about beer for a minute. Um no. I wanted to mention no. <laughs> Board. Green King. I yes. know you're saying. Actually, I quite like your point about uh, Joe about uh, this is a you know them having a crack at doing something. I think when we talked about it previously, I alluded to the fact that I had been making a conscious effort not to go into Green King pubs because in my neck of the woods there have been some really really lovely pubs that mm. Green King had taken over and frankly made rubbish. Like, yeah, yeah. I think you talked about it before. Rubbish. Especially the food um, as well. You said the food, food was, was terrible. Absolutely. Yeah. rubbish yeah. and um i think that's a real shame there's places that also had been like really lovely buildings and so it's like they'd taken them in and you just knew people were going to go in there anyway and pay you know not not anything but pay like a fair amount for, for stuff because they've heard before that you know it was like nice place go in and actually what they got was rubbish um, right. so i had not been going in and uh, just trying to not go to green king pubs personally sorry green king but you just didn't impress me um and as a result, I couldn't remember what beers were actually on tap when I'd been in there before. But I think there was a fairly middle of the road, standard, not very exciting selection of lagers, Green King IPA, and maybe, yeah. you know, a another um, car scale. Um, 
And this is obviously just to plug that gap, isn't it? They want yeah. people who like craft beers to go into a Green King pub and have something to drink. Yeah. Um, so that's what they're doing. And fair play, that's all right. But I'm still not going. <laughs> Maybe it's time <laughs> I did go and actually try one of their pubs. Um, but I'm going to need a bit more convincing because, as you say, beers are all right, but they're not amazing, are they? Oh, you'll have to come. We've got something called the Old Rooms down by us, which is a mm. Green King pub. And it is right by the harbour side. And it's got a fairly impressive selection of gin, but it also serves Beaver Town, which was my, yeah. which is which, which I'm a big fan oh, of. Oh, okay. There was a, a pretty phenomenal green. There's a, quite a few green keys around me in London. There's so loads of great ones. So yeah, we'll, we can do some. We can re, re, reinvigorate your Green King experience, I think. Um, and we can try I these beers on tap. We can try these beers <laughs> on tap as well and see if there's a, they're yeah. better than the can version. But yeah, I think we'll like the move from Green King to do something a bit different, be bold and, and to be this kind of like, you know, to tell us some stories about folk folklore, the British folklore, fiddlers. we had no idea about fiddlers in a tunnel. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I've, got real, wise, I've got a real problem with that. Flint iron level heads, a bit, bit meh. Um, I think it was probably the yeah, summary. Yeah. And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll try that podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>